And I said that when it came to the Nodot, if you recall in the Mishnah, we've been discussing sharing, not sort of considered permanent, not permanent, they're not Chayav and Shabbos. And I thought the Gemara would be talking about the case of Nodot, but I was mistaken. It's just from my memory from Mishnayos. And we we were talking about the knots regarding the Nodot. Nodot were these like leather flasks that they sort of took just hides and haphazardly sort of put together a um, water bottle as a result. And they would pinch together the um, the leather the leather where the opening was and sort of tied up. That's the knots we're talking about. And since it was made to open and close, that's one of the knots that weren't considered, um, were you allowed to do on Shabbos. They're not chayim alav. And the question was, is why are we even mentioning that one? And that is because the Mephashim Mishnah explained, or I think it's based on Bavli, is it even there's two, meaning it's pinched up in two places to keep it together, despite the fact you might, you think you should be concerned you're only going to utilize one and leave the other one permanently tied, which could be a problem. No, that's still okay. Yeah, that just fills in a gap we, that I wanted to fill in from yesterday. Now let's bring the Gemara. Um, now the towards the end of the Gemara, we saw the machloket between um, re, well, it sounds like Rabbi Chokman, Rabbi Yehuda, and Chachamim regarding kosher and lulib psikai avalo bechevel, and Rabbi Yehuda says even matir bechevel. So the question, what are we talking about? It says chevel shuhum meshuchal bepsikaya. Now what's this? What's this uh, type of um, rope we're talking about? It's like a braided rope. So Ray Rochaim explains says it says um here, sorry, I just lost the place. Yes. It says, Azumafarish my chevel shachul. And that is chevel shu arug, it's sort of braided or woven together. Aval Bastam Chevel, but for regarding regarding a simple and normal chevel, then Rebbe Hood would agree it's Asur to do so. Now the difference is, is because it's a braided one, he's gonna need it. He's not going to battle it to the bucket. That's why Rabbi it says you, you can use this braided chevel to tie to a bucket on Shabbat because it's tap and chevel you're not going to battle. Whereas Chachamim say, presuming either make Ixera or they say we should be concerned about such a chevel. Um, because chevel with chevel. I think the Babli discusses that in more detail. Okay, let's continue. Now the question is, at the end of the Gemara, the, in the Mishnah it says, Klala Marab Yehuda, kol kesha she'enu shakayma enu chayvim alav. Any kesha that's not a permanent, you're not chayv on it. The Gemara is asking the following question. That was stum in the name of Rabbi Yehuda. How Rabbanan, what about when it comes to Rabbanan? So, Ella begin to Tanin and Kadmaita Bishem Rabbi Yehuda, Tanin and Afhada Bishem Rabbi Yehuda. That really, that's the Riyakol. But since we've just come out of the opinion of Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda's matter in the case of the Dli, um, to tie it with, to, to, to fasten a rope to it, that's why I continue in the name of Rabbi Yehuda. But really, that's the Riyakol, that that's the club. Now, when that's you know, take apart this cloud. So what does that mean? So Rabbi, so what's a kesha shekayama? So or sheino shekayama. So Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Shmuel, the Shem Rabbi Zira says, "Kene manita kol kesha sheino shekayama v'hu l'sha'a eino chayvim alav." You hear? In other words, any knot that's not permanent and it's only tied temporarily ein chayvim alav. So therefore, we understand when we talk about we're not talking about one's intention here. We're talking about the quality or the style of the knot itself. Okay, Rav Chaim says here, the type of knot that some would keep there permanently. So therefore, if you've got a permanent style knot, even if you tie it temporarily, it'll be asum to tie. A type of knot that you wouldn't do temporary, that, that's, that its nature is one that it's not a permanent knot. Um, that if you're going to do it for an extended period of time, it would also be asu. 
So that's what the Chiddush of Shmuel is. That's why it says in Mishnah, the only type of knot that is you're allowed to do, to light to tie, if it's not, the style of knot is one that's not permanent, people don't usually do permanent, and also you don't intend to have it for a long period of time as well. That together, you need both those requirements according to Shmuel. Okay, in number of zero. Let's learn Mishnah Gimel. Now here it's talks about folding clothing. Now the question of folding, folding clothing, since clothing can wrinkle and the like, as a result, it actually is, the concern is Mishum Tikkun Mana. Okay? Um, so what the, or it might look like, you'll see in a moment. So the first point is, You can sort of take off your clothes, fold them up, take them off and fold up many, many times during Shabbat, provided that it is required for Shabbat itself. That's what Rabbi Chaim says. However, if you're going to be doing so, you cannot do that. And that comes all the halachas about what you do with your talus, if you fold it in a different way, if you, or if you don't fold it all, different what you do with the talus. Okay. Sorry, Le Shabbat, you can sort of um, remake your bed, Mesader, the, the bed, from Le Shabbat to Shabbos itself, but not from Shabbos, meaning from night, if you're going to have a shulf during the day, but not from from the, um, from the Shabbat Le Motzei Shabbat, not Ta'achana Lechol. Rabbi Ishmael says, You're allowed to do so from Yom Kippur to Shabbos. The assumption here is that Shabbos is more chamor than Yom Kippur. That's why the Mepharsha Mishnahs explain it. Once it's a skiller, once it's a carrot. Um, but you'll see in a moment why it's not necessary. It actually goes a bit more than that in the point above. It says, Simply, similarly, also because Shabbos is more, if you like, chamor, that's why the sacrificial parts of chalavin from the Korban on Shabbat can be offered on Yom Kippur. Okay, they can be burnt through the, into the night in Yom Kippur. Okay. Um, yeah, however, Rabbi Kiva says, Shabbos, He says, no, they've got the same type of Kedusha, same Chumrah, you cannot, you cannot burn one on the other. Okay. And they're not considered one Kedusha, if you want to call it that. Let's continue. This is in the Gemara. Debate Rebiyanai Amri, Kippu Bishnaim Asl. When it comes to folding garments, if you use two people to do so, then it's already like Tikkun Man. Reb Chaim says, Because then it will be really folded very nicely and well. It's as if you're repairing or fixing a clear because you're ensuring that all the wrinkles come out and things like that. It's Ka'in Tikkun Mana, right? It's like Tikkun Mana. That's why they were Atarim You can't even do, you can't use two people to fold. Also, Someone who folds on a bench as well, because it's going to fold very well as a result of folding on a table. Command inun train. It's 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 as if you're doing it with two people. So therefore, I'd be asked to do it that way. Now, Rab Chagai b'shem Rab Shmuel Bar Nachman says, "Lo nu Shabbos v'yom tomim ela lachila v'shtiya." The question is, what the Gemara is dealing with now is, what's the prime uh, purpose of Shabbos? In other words, what should our prime preoccupation of Shabbos? So it says initially that, according to the first opinion, the Rab Chagai b'shem Rab Shmuel Bar Nachman says the Shabbos was given for achila v'shtiya. Because it says, However, because the pear itself would become spoiled or putrid without speaking the Ebrei Torah, they allowed, they permitted, Okay? 
which is interesting. In other words, in other words, it's an almost a necessity for a human being or Jew to learn Torah. So therefore, that's why they allowed Torah. But really, Karata Shabbos Oinik should be a time for pleasure, according to the according to the first opinion. But that's Matsriach. Um, interestingly, the Pnei Moshe keeps the Girsa Mariach here. It says, meaning, because you're going to, you're going to take such pleasure from the Ruach Piv, from that which comes in your mouth. In other words, that itself will give you some sort of oneg. I guess that's the way Pnei uh, Moshe explains. However, Rabbi says, The Shabbos was really given to us for, for which to learn Torah. That's why it says that Reb Chaim says the lakach nitnu shleshabat lakach. Sorry, nitnu lishpot mimalacha kereshut zman panu lasakvator. That's why we we're not meant to do any work on Shabbos. Again, the prime intention was to give us a time, at least one day in the week, where we can preoccupy ourselves with learning. Nonetheless, it's almost like, okay, fine, you also have to have achila veshtiya to give enjoy Shabbos, but the ika was given to divrei Torah. And that's, by the way, when we say, um, okay, the Rechaim, this is a Rechaim on Siach, 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 um, he's, um, perish on, um, in the Siddur. He says, is that is because, again, that is, that, that he brings it on this Pasuk, that the Torah is primarily given, was given to the Torah. That's why in Tefillah, during the week, we say, after Shemona Asrei, but on Shabbat we say in Shmonasra because that's the day to Miuchad for, for specifically for learning, even more so. And that's why, for example, the Chidah says if someone doesn't learn on, on Shabbos, doesn't utilize his time, when he's got time to learn Torah, then he's punished for the during the week when he didn't learn Torah, because he no longer has an excuse, if you like. I mean, the excuse was, I, I, I've got to make a parnasa, I've got to work, I've got all these things, I don't have time to have full time to, to learn. Comes to Shabbos, if he doesn't, if he sits and schmoozing and not learning, then he's lost his excuse, if you like, because now you've got the time, what are you doing? Okay, let's continue. So we've got um, really brighters that seem to support either. The first is, what should someone do on Shabbos? Either he eats and drinks, Sit, 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 and drink, eat. Sorry, or your shev or sek Torah. Mashma what? You don't have to spend the whole. Day, you don't. You don't have to do eating and drinking. So therefore, you can quite clearly see clearly here. You can see quite clearly here that it's not prime purposes for achil v'shtiyavonik. However, you got the second writer that says as follows: Katuv echad omer Shabbatu l'Hashem, v'katuv echad omer atzer l'Hashem lokecha. Right? How do you resolve the two things? He meant to have, um, uh, you have to fulfill both psukim, so you have to dedicate both time to learning and also for eating and drinking and taking pleasure in Shabbos. Okay, let's continue. It says, Rabbi Aval says, Shabbat Lashem. In other words, what do you have to do? You actually have to shvot Hashem. When it says Shabbat Lashem, in other words, we have to rest like Hashem rested. What does that mean? Because through the other days of Bereshis, HaKadosh Baruch was creating with the Ma'amarot, with statements, if you like. So too, you have to Shavot Ma'amar. You have to cease from speaking, not all speech. Reb Chaim says specifically, Divrechol. So Ma'asa B'chasid Echad, we have this incident, this is a famous story of B'chasid Echad. It's even one of kids' storybooks. It says, Shiatzal Atiel he was walking in his kerem on Shabbos. And he saw a, there was a breach in the fence. And he thought, oh, 
I've now, what I have to do, I have to make sure Motzei Shabbos, I fill in this breach. So he didn't do anything wrong in particular in terms of any malacha, but he was thinking on Shabbos about Motzei, about what to do on, sorry, think about things on Motzei Shabbos to do on Shabbos itself. Now, again, a lot of these things that we've been saying is you have to think everything is completed on Shabbos. And he's already thinking about things after. Okay. Because I thought to fence it up, I was doing whole considerations on Shabbos. Any Godra I'm not, I'm never going to fill this breach. In. What did the Kaddish Baruch Hu reward him? Suddenly a a, a tree, a branch, if you like, shall nitzpah. Nitzpah is like a kapabusha. It's, it's a slough. Started growing. Okay? That can happen sometimes. Sometimes birds, they eat a seed and they fly and they drop it down. And whatever. Kodesh Baruch Hu that happened to him. And it started growing from there. Vigadata. And it ended up filling the breach in the fence. But not only that, since it was an expensive fruit, and that was the source of Parnassah for the rest of his life. Okay? That was the Shariyad for not wanting to take advantage of any of his machshavot he even had regarding what to do, of chol on Shabbos. Amrav Chanina, Midochak, Hitir Lishol Shalom Shabbat. It was really, Midochak um, sounds like it was it was strained, it was difficult to matter people even greeting each other on Shabbos. So Amrav Chia Baraba, Reb Shimon Bayochai, what would happen to Reb Shimon Bayochai? Kerhave Chamele Ime Mishtai Sagin, when he saw his mother being Messiah too much on Shabbos, Chatting away, he would tell his mother, "Mom, it's Shabbos," which is interesting. Turns out, correcting her, things like that. But whatever, we'll leave that. That's Tzarechion. Okay, Tani Asuli Tvot Tzarechav Shabbos. You're not allowed to make requests on Shabbos. In, we were talking about in Tefillah. You're not allowed to make as we know. So again, that is because, as we said before, that really it meant to here. Uh, it says Asuli Peru Chaim Sel Vakesh Tochav Shabbos. Should Tzarech Shid Meloki Ilukomalacha Asuyap? Because already on Shabbos you have to have the feeling that. All my malachas finished. I'm all done. I've got no needs, if you like. Okay? So that's why you shouldn't... It's all the So Rabbi Zira Sha'al Rabbi Chia Barba. Ma'u meim ha'reinu parnaseinu. So this is part of Baruch HaRachem. Ha'reinu zoneinu parnaseinu v'chakleinu v'rabbecheinu. Right? Can you say those things are part of benching? Which is effectively, it sounds like a request for parnasa and regular things. Weekday things. How can we say that? So Amar le'amar le'i. In other words, if it's part of the existing topest structure of the tefillah, there's no problem. What we're talking about is doing these extra bakashot to ask for things on Shabbat. That's what you can't do. Okay? So again, again, even though there are, you will find bakashot as part of the regular text, like in benching, things like that, that's not a problem. If it's part of the topest brachot, you don't have to change your benching as a result. It's actually interesting because uh, some people don't do harachamans in, in, in a part of benching because they're bakashot. This might be related to this. Is that, is that also part of the topes? Is it not part of the topes? Anyway, but I'm not going to get caught up in that debate. Okay. Tani medichin kosot bakarov v'tamchim melashabas l'shacharit. You can start washing our cups and the like and bowls and pots from l'shabas to shacharit. Mishacharit l'chatot v'chatot mincha. Meaning these are things you're cleaning up for, if you like for the next meal. So from night till the morning, morning to midday, midday to mincha. However, from Mincha onwards, you can't start washing up because there's no, there's no going to be use on Shabbos for it's going to be praying for Motzei Shabbos. However, when it comes to cups, you can do. Because there's no keva. People drink at all manners of times, not necessarily just at the times of Suda. Even after Suda, they would drink. So Rabbi Yirmiya, Rabbi Zir, B'Shem, Ravchia, Barashi, says, Isha pikacha midicha kos kan, kara kan tamchui kan. What you can do is, if you recall, we talked about 
the ribbots or merazabite, meaning they had dusty floors. So what they normally would do is they'd start spraying water to make it to ensure the dust settles to pack it down. However, according to Rabbi Yehuda, you can't do that, right? I mean, according to uh, Rabbi Shimon, it's not a problem. It's like, well, well, it's like, we'll get to that in a minute. But it says, um, uh, I'll read it. Sorry, the carbonate I want to read to you. But in other words, it's, what it's saying is, so what she can do, she can wash the cups and pats and, and move around the house. And as she's doing that, water splashing all over the floor. Therefore, she's effectively achieving this way of settling all the dust and keeping it down on Shabbat. So I'll read the carbonate now. Part I was studying it before. It says, that's something that you're not you're not intent you're trying to wash up. You're not mitkaven to do the floor necessarily. Um, it says, you'd even be able to water floors. Why? Because why is someone spraying the water around the, around the floor? He's not doing it to mashve gumot to make sure his floor is smooth, that the dust will go and settle in the holes and give him a nice surface. Rather, he's doing it simply that the dust doesn't lift up. If that's the Vashem Miskaven, according to Rabbi Yehuda, sorry, Rabbi Shimon, that'd be more tabil to do. If Rabbi Yehuda says the Vashem Miskaven to be asked, so that's why you can only do in this uh, funny way of washing your cups and pots. And if it happens to fall on the floor, that's the way of settling the dust. Okay, Rabbi Zira B'Shem Rav Chisa says, Yom Kippur Shaliot here into the word Erev Shabbat, in Tokin. Now, the tekiot we're talking about is a tekiot they did in Erev Shabbos, the tekiot they did to tell everybody that is now Shabbos has come in. Or, and things like that. Now, Achar Shabbat, also, Lachar Shabbat, you don't do Avdalar either. So the question is, what's this shita? Who is this according to? Ma Isaac Rebbe Akiva. Now, what's this? Why do you think Rebbe Akiva? It's because if you remember, we saw that in our mission, there's a machloka between Rebbe Akiva. And um, and the and the Chachamim, uh, Rabbi Shmuel, sorry, that whether you can whether you can the Chelvei Shab Yom Kippur is off, is burnt on Shabbos and vice versa. So let's just go over again. Rabbi, Rabbi Shmuel says that the Chelvei Yom Kippur is craving Chelvei Shabbos is craving Yom Kippur because Shabbos is Mochamor, if you like. And Rabbi Kiva says Love Love like the same type of Chumrah. So if that's the case, when you say you don't do Avdala from one to the other between say, Shabbos to Yom Kippur, Yom Kippur to Shabbos, it, the assumption must be that they're on the same level of Kedusha. Because if Shabbos was high, you'd mabdil from Shabbos to Yom Kippur. You hear? If it, it wasn't Yom Kippur, fine. So, so the Gemara says, what are you saying? This is Shittat Rebbe Akiva. So it says, Baram Kirbi Shmal, mabdil, you should be mabdil. Why? Shechen shchal Shabbos makravim be Yom Kippur, because the chalavim of Shabbos can be offered on Yom Kippur. Okay? So, and the Shabbos sounds like more So the Gemara says, I don't understand. I'm a Rebbe Ezra Kamei Rebbe Mana. I feel like Rebbe Shmael. Even if you want to say to Rebbe Shmael, lo yavdil, he, he wouldn't make Abdallah from Shabbos to Yom Kippur. Why? Because the whole point of Abdallah is to Mavdil ben Kodesh, either Kodesh or Cholta, and now permit you to do something you weren't allowed to do before. That's why, for example, normally between Shabbos and Yom Tov, it's to permit you to um, do, uh, to, to do Macha Vochonepesh. So here it seems to, so he says, Ilu Hiktir Chelve Shabbos Beshabbos Shemano Mutar. He says, you're able to, you'll be able to offer the Chalavim of Shabbos on Shabbos. So the, the fact you can offer the Chalavim of the sacrificial parts of the Korban Tamid on Shabbos on Yom Kippur, you don't need to do Abdallah for that because that's something you're not permitting you something to do you weren't able to do before. 
So Amr Rav Shmuel Achvei the Rebbe Brachia. So Rav Shmuel said the brother Rav Rav says Vayavdil. Maybe you should do Havdala because there's something you could do on Yom Kippur that you can't do on Shabbos. What is that? Shechenu Matila Diach Kvashim Vashalakot. The right towards the end of Yom Kippur, you can start preparing preparing for Motzei Chag, Motzei Yom Kippur. Like um, we we usually call it Knivat Yerek, but here we're talking about like washing the Kvashim, the pickle things, and the cook things. Says Amra Yosei, but says one second, Klum Mutala Diach Kvashim Vashalom and Amincha Lamala. But one second, you don't do Abdallah immediately. You wouldn't do immediately. So immediately Motzei Shabbos Yom Kippur because you're not allowed able to, able to do that. Start preparing these foods immediately after Shabbat and, and the beginning of Yom Kippur. It's only towards Mincha. So the Gemara says, okay, fine, then Then fine, do, do, do Abdallah from Mincha onwards then. Okay? Um, because that would be the time. The Gemara says, if that's the case, you, you want to do Abdallah Mincha? How are you going to make Abdallah? You can't do it on Kos because you can't drink on Yom Kippur. You can't do Nera because Nera is only done on Motzei Shabbos. Comes like a Sunday morning, you can't use a Nera anymore. Because again, it's a Zecher to the Nera, the, 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 as we said, um, I think we've discussed this before, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave um, Adam Rishon the insight for making fires on Motzei Shabbos. That's when you do Nera. So we say, Amaravavu, Bavsu got a good kasha for you. Maybe it's, uh, maybe you could do a Betvila. Okay? And we left as, a, according to the Rebchaim, it's left as a question. So therefore, it would seem to be this shita that says um, you don't mean like Abdullah before and not after must be again then according to Rabbi Kiva, not Rabbi Shmuel, because it should be grounds according to Rabbi Shmuel to do Abdullah. Uh, however, the um, the Kovanetah uh, says no. The answer is it's Kamandamana so Knivat Yarek. It could be that this this is according to the opinion that Knivat Yarek again preparing the vegetables towards the end of end of Yom Kippur is actually Asar, and then it could work according to Rabbi Shmuel. Okay. With that, we say Hadran Alach Perak Elukshari, Hadran Alach Perak Sharim, Hadran Alach Perak Elukshari. Let's just begin the next Perak. It says as follows: Kol Kitvaya Kodesh Matzilino Tomina Mipnead Leka. Now we're going to be talking about the saving things from a fire later on. Now Chachamim made um, limits on what someone could do in the case of a fire because we say Adam Bahula Memono. Someone is very uh, takes his own possessions very seriously and is very cons- overly gets very concerned about it. And then we're concerned that if if we didn't restrict what he can do in the case of a fire, it, we're assuming there's no danger to life here, obviously. Then he'll go out and put, go and put out the fire directly. So when it says, as we'll learn later on, that there are restrictions what he can say. Um, you're allowed to, I'll read a bit of a chaim, it says, For example, we'll learn later on, you can only save three meals worth of food. When it comes to Kitvei Kodesh, when it comes to, like, Torah and Nevi'im, people learn that, we'll see and make distinction soon. You can save because of the Kedusha. No restrictions there. Not only that, You're even allowed to take them out to a Mavoy. That's an alleyway onto which many chatserot are open. Despite the fact that man not an erev chatserot. In other words, even though you'd be over on Israel Rabbanan by carrying it to those locations. Um, the, um, but when it comes to food, even though you can save three meals worth, you can only save to a place where you're allowed to carry and shoppers. Okay? So let's continue. Um, so it's a kolkit ve kodesh matzinotom ibn adleika. Bain shakrim bahim, bain shakrim bahim. Whether you can read them when you can't read them. We have to know what that means, bain shakrim, bain shakrim, bain shakrim bahim. The Gemara is going to discuss it. Aval, av afal pishuk tuvim b'chol lashon. 
despite the fact that it may be written in any language, toning gniza. So a reader of Chaimin, even though Despite the fact that Rabbi Shimon Gamliel says you're not allowed to write in any other language, still you'll be able to save them from Adlaika. Why are you able to save these Kitvei Kodesh that are written in a foreign language? Why? Shetonim Gniza. Meaning, Even though you're not meant to read for them, it says because they will still require Gniza, they still have Kedusha. So in other words, whether you necessarily can read from them or not, you'll see it doesn't necessarily, isn't necessarily the indicator whether you can say from a Madalika or not. We'll get to that in a moment. So why can't you read from these things in Karim? And we're going to have to explain what that means in a moment. I mean, the temptation is to explain it, Mishnah, all out up front, but then you sort of miss the impact of the Gemara that we're about to read. So let's read. Call Kitve Kodesh. What does it mean you can read it or you cannot read from it? So the first suggestion the Gemara means it is whether I have mistakes or don't have mistakes. Meaning if they do or don't have mistakes, they have Kedusha, you you should save them from the Dleka. Okay? Um, But the Gemara says, I don't understand. A a sefer that has on each daf two or three tayot, you should metaken and you can read for it. Arba in Korimbo. But Arba, you can't read for it. What are we saying here? A reader of Chaim. He says, Kashali, sefer sheshbo tayot, mi in Korimbo. If a sefer does, has some tayot in it, who says you're not allowed to read from it? Payacholet takno v'likropo, because you can fix it and you can read from it. Kedatani v'breita. Upshita, so therefore it's obvious shemitzilinoto. And Arba in Koribo, mean Enu Metakno Vakrimbo, Elegonzo, if it's got four errors in it, meaning on every page, that is, then you can't, then you don't, you just have to put in Gnizia, you don't repair it. And therefore, in the mission, and then you might think, oh, then the mission says, Korimbo in Korimbo, maybe that's talking about a sefer that has so many Tawot, four on each page. It says, no, our mission will be talking about the because that's not common. In other words, the first suggestion was we're talking about a sefer that has Tawot in it. So the Gemara says, and in, in other words, ben korimbo, besha ein korimbo. But the Gemara says that's, that doesn't make sense because if it's got two or three toyot, then it's obvious because you can fix it and read it that obviously matzalinoto, that can't be what the Mishnah is talking about. And Rav Chaim says if it's got so many toyot, four or five per page, the Mishnah wouldn't address that case because that's such, that would be incredibly rare. So what does it mean, kolkit veikodesh matzalinoto, ben shakorimbo, ben sha ein korimbo, the books you can or cannot read. What do you mean you're allowed to read them? So let's, the Gemara says, um, uh, it says, Okay, so let me explain this. Chaim says here, we're talking about the differences between Korim Bahem and Korim Bahem is regarding with its Torah Nevi'im or Ketuvim. So here I'll, Go back to uh, what he says in the Mishnah. The Ketuvim, when you talk about Ketuvim, they're, they're like enthralling. They're, they they, they help you. You, 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 you. When you read it, you can't put it down. And it will come to Mavatla person and end up reading Ketuvim, not go to the Drasha. What's this Drasha that the Mishnah is talking about? 
Because it was a special shear on Shabbos for the Balabatim that used to go work work during the week, right? They didn't have time to sit in the base midrash. They're working heavily. So therefore, the shear on Shabbos was critical because it wasn't just a shear and inspirational musar shmuz, but they'll teach him halachot isoveter. Okay, but totally and therefore, and it was better for people. It was critical for them to go hear the drasha, then get like uh, you know drawn into reading ketuvim. So that's why on Shabbos is it was the mechachamim made asul likrabayim. It was asul for them to read it because they didn't want people to read that in, instead of coming to the drasha, which was so critical for again for the balabatim to um, learn all the halachas they needed to know. And Shabbos was the time, the only time they were able to do so. Uh, okay, so the, the, uh, we'll, yeah, you know we'll stop here. Bell's run. <laughs> Um, and um, yeah, we'll pick up from here next time. Okay, just go. All right, have a good day. Thank you.